Welcome to The Quiet Life. I'm Michael James Wong, meditation teacher, author, founder of Just Breathe, and your host for this podcast. Now it goes without saying that we're living in an uncertain time where everything is changing rapidly. We're living day to day, unsure of the road that lies ahead. And things are getting a little or a lot quieter. So join me on this podcast as we speak to experts and inspiring voices about home practices for your mind and mental health during this time of uncertainty. Listen in as they share their thoughts and daily practices you can do wherever you are. Welcome to The Quiet Life. Hey guys, welcome to today's episode of The Quiet Life. I'm Michael James Wong, and today I am chatting to uh, someone that I truly believe is one of the most inspiring people around town right now, and that is Faisal, Mr. PMA, author, motivator, celebrity trainer, dad, and just all-around positive guy. Uh, Faisal, how you doing, man? You're too kind, Michael. Now, stop it. You're making me blush, bro. (laughs) Look, I mean, you, you know, we, we've chatted about this a little bit. I mean, you and I actually go back a long way. And I always, I mean, I'm really always so uh, grateful every time we bump into each other because you literally light up the room. And <clears throat> I know for me, you know, this whole attitude that you have of PMA is really, you know, something for life, but actually something that's really important right now. Um, you know, can you give us a little bit of background on you, your world, you know, the state of your world right now, and just a little bit about kind of how you keep yourself going? A hundred percent. So for those, yeah, who have no idea who I am, hello, uh, Faisal, uh, and the nickname was kind of given to me as Mr. PMA because I always, I always used to preach a positive mental attitude at the end of my uh, classes when I used to teach at Barry's boot camp, and um, and it kind of yeah it uh, you know I, I was adopted that kind of like uh, symbol of oh there's Mr PMA and uh, with that it's like Spider Man comes a huge greater responsibility um, and. Now we need it more than ever, and I feel like all my uh, messaging over the last six, seven years, um, you know, uh, has really come to light in the last seven days. And uh, people have reached out to me and said that, you know, this is what we need right now uh, because, you know, you go on to... uh, news channels and uh, news social channels and it's just doom and gloom and it's stay at home and it's don't talk to anyone it's all these new words like self-isolation and and um yeah if i can bring one person a little bit of uh, distraction through uh, a positive uh happier message then you know as as human beings i think we if we have the power to help others then we should do that. And I and, and I know through my Instagram, for instance, I have a small amount of power to help people. And uh, that's what I'll do. I love that. I mean, I love the fact that, 
You know, not only you talk about the responsibility of us as individuals to support each other, but also this this approach that everything is about the positive mental attitude in the way that we see the world. I'd probably say that most people see you and know about you who do know about you in the world of fitness or that approach that you take for physical fitness. I mean, what what in your mind is the important link between physical fitness and, and mental attitude? So there's a thing, it's, it's emotional fitness and physical fitness. Not many people uh, understand or are able to accept that the two are interlinked. So a, a kind of terminology that I use, like, so Im- imagine uh, a train track, okay? Um, you have emotional fitness and you have physical fitness and you are the physical train, okay? If those two tracks aren't lined absolutely perfectly, then at some point you're going to derail when you hit that bump in, in the track. So your emotion, your physical fitness, okay, and that's, you know, being strong, that's if it's your goal to uh, have abs or uh, big arms or be able to run a 10K or be able to, you know, last a, uh, a Michael James Wong yoga session, then that's your goal. But then if you're not emotionally fit on the same side, if it's not matching, then you are basically disadvantaging yourself because you have an opportunity to become a better person. And everybody, I believe, wants to become a better person. They just sometimes don't have the tools to do that. But as soon as you understand the link between emotional fitness and physical fitness, that is the positive step to becoming a better version of yourself. So for you, Faisal, what, I mean, if we took apart those train tracks for a moment, like what are the key important things for you as far as physical fitness? Physical fitness is movement, in my opinion. Uh, It started off in my, I'll I'll be totally honest, in my early, uh, you know, uh, 20s, it was all aesthetics. I wanted the six pack. I wanted to, you know, go on holiday and, and feel physically good about myself. And you know, it, it's that's all changed now through education, through experience, and now obviously, you know, I'm a father and everything. And it's 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 so now what I preach is to have uh, physical performance. If you can perform, then that is that is physical fitness. Okay, if you have a specific goal, if you're a runner, if you're a strong man, if you're a crossfitter, if you're a boxer, if you have those specific um, avenues of fitness then as long as you're uh, moving towards your individual goal, fantastic. But the the general population, given that they you know have nine to five jobs, not currently, but nine to five jobs, um, they just want to be able to move. And from movement, you get endorphins. From movement, you get sweat. From movement, you start to feel good about yourself. Um, you know, not everyone needs to be on a structured program where there's a 12-week transformation at the end. You know, some people don't have time for that. Some people just want to be able to move. And for me, movement is the key to physical fitness. If you can move well, um, and if you can understand why you are doing that movement, then for me, that is the pinnacle of uh, physical fitness. I mean, this whole idea of performance rather than achievement. Um, So then what's the other side of the rails? I mean, what's what's the emotional fitness then for you? Like, what are the things that are important for you for your emotional fitness that's that's the hardest part of the whole process because we have all this power inside our 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 heads okay our brain our our mental health okay 
Now, your brain is a muscle. Your brain needs to be uh, trained. It needs to be exercised. It needs to be given, uh, set aside time for you to improve your mental health, your emotional fitness. Um, and it, and it's just like going in and, you know, for example, just doing bicep curls. You need to be able to flex your, your mental health. So emotional fitness, I, I've... Whenever I take on a new client, I say, one to 10, where are you physically fit? And most people say, oh, I think I'm like a seven. I think I'm like an eight. And I say, okay, cool. Here's the big question. Uh, one to 10, where's your emotional fitness? And they go, ooh. And they first of all, they have to think about it because they don't understand. Yeah, they step what, back, right? Yeah. Yeah, because they don't understand what the question is. It's like, I, what do you mean emotional fitness? I'm like, how are you feeling right now? Like, are you happy? Are you content where you are? Is the, are, you know, are, do you have anxiety issues? Do you have depression? Or are you putting on this full front that you're just this 10 out of 10 perfect person, which it doesn't exist. And the, the perfect life doesn't exist at all. And as soon as people can understand that and as soon as people accept it then again you're it's another positive step to becoming a better version of yourself um so for me that is emotional fitness in terms of uh stepping back understanding what it is understanding how you can become emotionally fitter you know it's it's we have we have uh illness fitness and wellness okay now, a lot of people are kind of in between illness and fitness right now, okay? Yeah. There is a very, very few people that are floating between fitness and wellness because wellness is everything sweet. Everything's good in your life. Literally nothing can go wrong and you're content and you're happy. But for people who are tuning into this podcast right now, it's we're between illness and fitness and that is not a good place to be. We want to be between fitness and wellness and uh, listening to podcasts like this, uh, listening to people who you uh, aspire to, who you are inspired by, will help you step towards going in between fitness and wellness. Yeah. So when you're talking to people and talking to clients and you're asking them that question about emotional fitness and yeah. they, they kind of give you the blank face of, I'm not sure what you're asking me. Yeah. And then you talk about how you feel and, you know, and, and kind of what state you're in. Are there kind of like basic questions that almost people can ask themselves, whether it's about maybe stress or happiness? Like what are the, what are the things that you're actually going, tell me how you feel about these maybe two or three things? 100%. The first one is sleep, I always say. So uh, how do you sleep? Not not necessarily how many hours you get, but how are you sleeping? Are you sleeping well? Are you sleeping uninterrupted? Um, are you waking up every 45-minute cycle? Um, you know, there are so many apps now that we can track our sleep patterns. So first of all, emotional fitness if you can sleep like a baby during the eve, during the you know when you when you go to bed, then that is a very very uh, good positive indication that you are emotionally fit. Um, because if we're going to bed and we're feeling right right tomorrow, I've got to do this, got to do that. Oh my god, I'm nervous about this meeting. I'm anxious about seeing this person. You know, and then it all becomes overwhelming. It all becomes too much. Then then yes, your emotional fitness is going to be around a two or a three on the one to 10 scale. Um, so the first question I do ask is, how are you sleeping? Are you sleeping well? Um, 
and then we can basically tick off what their response is going on. Oh, no, I'm actually quite anxious. I feel stressed. Uh, yes, I would definitely say I've had depression in the past because of X, Y, and B. Um, so that's the that's the opening question that I um, always ask, and then it just leads to a multiple of pathways, um, and then we just kind of it's just like um, like mind mapping. Basically, it's putting yeah. what you have in, in your head, and you just boom project it onto a wall, and then you can physically see it with your eyes, and you're like, oh, okay, cool. Damn, yeah, I've got a lot more going on than I than I actually thought, um, and that's a really good way to see your emotional fitness. And then when you when you get those kind of answers from people, and they're like, "Okay, I'm not sleeping that well," or and then that kind of takes you off into the, "Oh, I've got I'm feeling quite stressed about work." Does that change and adapt or evolve the way that you work with them physically? A hundred percent, a hundred percent. I I would try to always make. Uh, the physical training fun in that sense because it's it's you know to block out one hour of your day for you know the majority of my clients specifically who are very busy people um that that's that's quite a lot of dedication so why would i want to make that one hour uh, a chore why would i want to make that one hour something that they're not looking forward to so my first step um, would then to be make it fun, find out what they enjoy doing and then really hone in on that and then we can pick up a few weaknesses and turn them into their strengths and then all of a sudden this whole idea of oh I don't want to work out becomes oh my god I get to work out. You, 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 you can change someone from saying the word have to get and that's quite a powerful uh, change of vocabulary. It's like, oh, I have to, I have to listen to this podcast with uh, Faisal and Michael. It turns into, no, nah, I get to listen to this podcast with Faisal and Michael. It's a beautiful yeah, and thing. That's, yeah, and that's that positive shift in the mentality of how we kind of can can interact or engage um, yes, kind of with the world around us. I mean, for for you, and and I, and I want to ask you this question personally because it's it's easy to maybe bump into you at different events or jump on the phone with you and have a chat and kind of look at your Instagram and see all like you know all the amazing inspiration that you share. There's obviously got to be times in your day or in your life where the emotional fitness kind of wanes. I mean, there's you know what can you know just maybe can you share once or one or two moments where actually you know you become aware of okay well actually my my emotional fitness is whoo fallen a bit um, you know are are there times like that that happen to you regularly? A hundred and ten percent. I'm human, and uh, I think one thing that this COVID nineteen virus has shown the world is that everybody is equal. Yeah. Uh, it's not choosing or picking who gets this virus on class, on uh, race, on uh, hierarchy. Everyone, everyone's getting it. So everyone's equal and everyone's the same as you. So everyone's going to have down days. And especially someone who preaches and bangs on about PMA every day, all day. Um, yes, it comes easier to me. And there are people that um, you know find it hard to choose positivity over negativity. Um but for instance, you know, I, I I have times where I feel overwhelmed with the amount of uh, things that I have to do, especially on social media. So for instance, very uh, good timing is that, th- you know, the last week I was concerned about um, my job. So I, I had financial concerns. Um, I had concerns about my loved ones. 
Um, and I had a moment where I was just like, I said to my wife, I was like, Louise, I, this is too much, mate. I, I, I can't, I can't do the live Instagram tonight. I can't go on there and, you know, act as if like I'm feeling okay. But I have this power to be able to find solutions and rather than find problems. So when a problem occurs to myself like that and I and the emotional fitness goes down, I find a solution. I find something that I'm grateful for. I find, you know, very quickly how to overcome it. And then I make the choice to act upon it. There's there's there's, there's multiple steps. Someone can sit back going, oh yeah, I know how to become a millionaire. But then how do you take action to do it? Yeah, no, I I 100% agree with that. I mean, and there's something that I often say, especially in kind of in the wellness world, that that wellness is the willingness to do the work. Ooh, yay! Why are you giving me goosebumps for? <laughs> no, no, I mean, I mean, you and I chat about a lot of this stuff over the years, and I think, I mean, the way that you frame things up and that really strong appreciation that your your physical health and your emotional health are the two tracks on the train. I mean, that's really, I mean, for me, really helpful to to show that you know some of us have maybe a really strong emotional fitness and need inspiration for their physical fitness. Some of us are really clear yep. on our physical fitness and maybe are a bit lack of awareing the need to support our emotional fitness, but then actually. Yeah. Maybe if I was to take that analogy slightly even further, that means what you're saying is that if those two are in balance or if those two are well supported, then the train can run smoothly. But then actually then it allows the train to what get you where you need to go or carry the weight of the um, responsibilities that we have and support the people who need a bit more support from us. How does all this and how does your world um, reflect, I guess, um, you know, your your clients, family life, the people around you that depend on you right now? I'm in a very grateful position. I, I've got a beautiful family, my wife, my beautiful son, who's just, uh, he is an energetic ball of just joy, which is amazing. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful to have a garden at this current time. You know, we're, we're self-isolating because... We feel like we should be, um, and I'm grateful that I can stick to my 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 own personal training. But then through that, it will motivate others, um, which is which is great. In terms of of work, uh, you know, I I at currently I no longer physically teach classes, so that wasn't affected as much. But however, and you can relate to this, Michael. You know, it was just about to come into the the fitness festival season and I was going to be doing a lot of festivals and a lot of talks and now they've all been postponed. So has the money. So um, I think everyone has felt the effect of uh, the financial concern, but we have to, you know, it's, it's, it should force you to think outside the box. It should force you to be like, okay, cool. So if the worst case scenario happens, then what? You know, don't don't wait for the bridge to approach you and then cross it. Look at the bridge ahead in the distance and be like, okay, when I get there, this is how I'm going to cross it. Um, and that's what I'm kind of currently doing at the moment. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense as well. I mean, for you, especially in this phase that we're in right now, and I know a lot of your world is, let's say, uh, fitness related. I mean, what else do you do um right now or can you do every day that supports your mental fitness aside from let's say um 
going to the gym or going for long runs outside. I mean, yeah. you have a lot of limitations right now. What What is it that you do personally to kind of keep things well? Uh, I actually get off my phone. I get off uh, because at, at the, the, the screen time compared now compared to two weeks ago is going to be tenfold. Everyone's on the laptops. Everyone's on the Absolutely on their iPhones because it's the only thing we can do. Everyone's watching Netflix. Um, it's the only thing we can do. So as you know, that was a part of my feeling overwhelmed last week. I was like, Oh my God, I'm on my phone so much. I'm missing the laughter of my son. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm missing what my wife says. And then that, that leads into <laughs> a foreseeable argument. And, um, so yeah, so I did my best uh, over the weekend, just gone Saturday and Sunday to put my phone down as, as much as I could and have as little screen time as possible. So for me, in my daily routine now, I have a schedule of, of live Instagram workouts. I'm uh, doing tailored programs for clients and um, uh, yeah, obviously pushing the social content as much as I can, recording YouTube workouts. But then I do my best, absolute best, to flip the screen down, put the phone away, even if it's for half an hour, I feel, I feel this uh, this amazing just like weight of off my shoulders. Like, oh, okay, cool. I'm not just constantly. And when people go, hey, did you see me do that thing on Instagram? I'm like, no, I didn't, because I'm not there constantly scrolling. I, I try my best to also utilize my time on social media for a positive purpose, i.e., go in there, do what I need to do. Post a post a bit of content, reply back to people who have taken their time to DM me, and then boom, off. I don't need to scroll across or scroll down and see people's stories, um, because then you then you then it is eating into your time, um, where you're able. You know, it's a reminder. This whole uh, situation that family is so important. Our loved ones are so important. You know, yeah. All due respect, the people you follow on Instagram they aren't that important because they're not your family, they're not your friends. Um, so this whole situation we're in has has really stripped back the importance of family and friends and hopefully it has started a process to strengthen relationships that may have been weak before. Yeah, and I really love that. And I, I appreciate that so much so in that sense of, and I've been saying this a lot of, that we have been given or gifted a moment to pause and to remember what's important. Yeah. And I think now is that sense of, you know, and, and I mean, I, I've been guilty just like everyone else over the past week or so getting lost in different things online, but also I think I've been proactive in, you know, reaching out to friends I haven't chatted to that often, gotten lots of messages yeah. from people around the world. I think maybe there's an opportunity in a positive way to see the opportunity for little moments of reconnection, rebuilding relationships, reminding ourselves actually the important things with our loved ones. And I love how you said that, uh, like it or not, not everyone you follow is, is, is that important because I think we all. can get, especially in, in our community, in this culture, in this kind of world where we look at so much online that we can get lost in other people's worlds and forget about what's important in ours. It's an ego check. At the end of the day, it's like, you know, it, it's, it's, a, it's a reminder that, um, you know, we've got to keep our ego in check because all these followers and people who, who you think might be important in your life, they aren't. Because as soon as you get ill, you know, God forbid, uh, as soon as you get the virus and you're in a critical condition, the only people 
that will be standing by your side are your family and your loved ones. So ego check, ego check. Just Breathe is an organization focused on real-world connections, in person, online, and in mass. We create shared experiences which bring people together and celebrate the power of doing less in a more meaningful way. Take a moment to download the Just Breathe app, our simple and easy-to-use app with guided meditations and soundtracks, created and recorded specially to calm the mind and ease the body. We've literally put the power of mindfulness in the palm of your hand. And even more, it's free. So download the app now on all iPhone and Android devices. And for more information about our growing conversation, visit us at justbreatheproject.com, where you'll find more about our other podcasts, video content, and amazing opportunities to connect. And follow along on Instagram at justbreathe. So if I want to let me just switch it back to to one little question I had from before, which I think is interesting as well. But I I, I do acknowledge that this whole this whole concept of uh, us getting a bit quieter at home, it, yeah, it, it's really important to make sure that we value those who are important to us. Yeah. But you know, there are a lot of people right now who are at home inside closed doors, and and pretty much the this whole idea of going to the gym. Uh, staying on their plans, reaching their goals has pretty much gone out the window. Yep. Right. And while, yeah, I mean, let's say it's disappointing if you were really active in the gym, but probably that affects you quite a lot mentally. Um, is there anything that you think people can do to kind of, let's say, meet it halfway in the middle or you know, readjust a plan or should they just give it up and wait it out? This is an opportunity to start a new cycle, okay? So when you write a training program, there's cycle one, cycle two, cycle three, and each one has a progression, okay? Uh, Each one is a new start. So this whole uh, self-isolation, this whole COVID-19, it's an opportunity to start a new cycle. So if you are, um, you know, in a, let's just say, I I have a friend, for example, who's in a two-bed flat, he has a balcony, he's got a couple of uh, dumbbells, and he is literally doing his training on a balcony with very, very little space. That is your, that's the start of your new cycle now, okay? Set yourself a new goal. Set yourself something that you um, realistically can achieve within your surrounding environment. Um, and if your goal was to run a 10K sub 45, that's not gonna happen in the next 12 weeks. If your goal was to back squat 140 kg, you know, unless you have an Olympic bar, unless you have 140 kilograms in, in competition plates, that's not going to happen. So you have to be realistic with with what you have. Start a new cycle. Set yourself a new goal. And at the end of the day, for your mental health, I was in that situation because I'm very I'm very uh, grateful that I created myself an opportunity to have. I've got a, I've got a, a gym at home, but if I was to only be able to to train in my living room or in my garden, as long as I got to move, as long as I got to have time where I worked on. Uh, my physical fitness, which then in 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 return mirrors my own headspace, like my own me time. 
then I'd, I'd be happy and I'd set myself a new goal. So that's what I would suggest people do. I think that's great. Do you think people, though, should have uh, not realistic goals, but maybe short-term goals, especially since we don't know how long, let's say, we're going to be indoors? Yeah. Should, should these be daily goals, 48-hour goals, weekly goals, or just get up every day and do something goals? Uh, I'd say a collection of both. I mean, there's, you know, we have more time to to set ourselves mini bite-sized goals. So, yeah, you can have a daily goal, a weekly goal, but I think you're... You're right in saying, Michael. It's we don't know how long this thing is going to last. So, so, so definitely to have shorter goals is a more positive thing because, you know, at the end of this, when we when we do get through it, you have a bag full of little goals that you've achieved, and then you'll be ready to to step outside. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then my my question is you know, off the back of that is is what can you do, let's call it, for family fitness? Yeah. So family fitness, uh, it's very difficult now to go outside and go for a walk. Uh, my family, we did a lot of that this week. We made sure that we took Rafi out every single day to a park. But obviously now, you know, uh, the National Trust is shutting down a few parks and it's most likely going to head towards the direction of where local parks do get shut because that's where everyone's going now and it defeats the object it's like you're not supposed to be in crowded places so i would say go out and you know walk around the block obviously with with as much social distancing as possible uh but then you know we we me and louise said oh we're, we're going to start playing monopoly you know so rather than when rafi goes to bed and we, you know, uh, watch TV, we're going to sit down and we're going to play board games. Um, we have so much more interaction with Rafi, you know, we, we are trying to create new games for him. So for for families who especially have young children who aren't at school now, um, it's very important to keep them entertained. It's very important to keep them stimulated. I mean, I'm, I'm doing a... Uh, a free live workout at 11 a.m. Monday to Friday just to basically wear the kids out. It would just be me jumping up and down, acting like a lunatic. And if and if parents can almost use that as a 10-minute a break to put their kids in front of me, uh, then, that, then that is also a, a good uh, stimulus uh, for both children and parents. That sounds like an amazing thing. I, I logged on the other day to have a quick little look at it. But remind us again, when it when is it? It is 11 a.m. Monday to Friday this week. Um, and yeah, just jump on my Instagram live. And like we, we, like we both just said, Michael, I'm basically assessing my kind of like weekly schedule basically every week. So it's Monday to, Monday to Friday, 11 a.m., this week, next week, it might change. It might be different because the climate, the climate sure. we're in right now is forever changing. Yeah, I mean, everything is uncertain now. And I think the, the approach that you take to this as, let's say, a daily and a short-term positive attitudes for our physical fitness and our emotional fitness are really, really, I think, um, really grounded in reality. And I think sometimes we can get lost in, especially in these moments of you should be doing a million things. You need to do all these other things. There's a lot of people I've seen uh, out there and on the internet that they've almost taking, taken this 
let's say movement indoors as a way to triple their output almost yeah. you know 75 classes online they they want to read 75 books and they want to re reorganize their house i mean i think there's a lot of value and maybe you can maybe you can speak to this about actually assessing what you need to do versus maybe what you want to do and choose the things that are necessary for you your family your well-being 100% i said it today in my uh, motivation monday when you're forced to reevaluate your life you really value your life that, you know, when I've been talking to my friends on FaceTime and uh, messages, the, 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 the main subject is I'm grateful. I'm grateful to, to have this house, this garden, you know, I'm grateful. So um, 100%, it puts us into that, that mindset for sure. For people who are, who are listening at home or people who are now obviously self-isolating a bit more, I'm going to throw it back to you, and we you've touched uh, upon so many things already that are really helpful and, and valuable, but if you were to uh, literally do one thing today for your positive mental attitude to keep the train on the tracks, I mean, what is something that everyone could do? Not just the kind of the really uh, fitness enthusiast, you know, everyone who's now just kind of indoors, What what is like a, a simple practice you could do today, tomorrow, that could just keep you on track? I'm going to keep it fairly basic and fairly simple to who I am as a, as a fitness coach. I, I would encourage you to encourage that person in your life who doesn't work out, who doesn't train that much. So for me, it's my father. And I've been, I've been, you know, virtually knocking on his door saying, right, you've got to tune in tonight. You've got to do my workout, you know, um, and I feel good in that practice of trying to help another person. So if you're listening to this and training and fitness comes easy to you, um, reach out to that person that it doesn't come easy to and try to have a positive impact on their life because, you know, this whole situation is a reminder of how important our health is. So that's what I'd say. I love that. I mean, I, I really, really love that. And if I'm honest, that that takes me by surprise slightly because I thought you were going to give us a really strong fitness practice. But what I love even more about you turn this into a community practice, you turn this into a, a practice of, of relationship, of connection, of family. And I think that goes to show uh, a huge amount of who you are as a uh, you know, as a, as a trainer, but more importantly, as, as an individual and, and, and a human. So thank you so much. That's great, Faisal. Thank you, brother. One thing I always like, and, and I actually have your book in front of me, which I kind of keep on the shelf every time I need a little bit of motivation, is this <laughs> thing that you say at the very end, yeah. um, which is always remember uh, to celebrate how far you have come and don't fret about how far you have left to go. Yep. And I think that idea, especially in, in the moments what we're in right now, to say, you know what? Today I got up and not only I did some movement, but I, I called my next door neighbor to make sure that they want, they were getting out and moving as well. Or I called my dad to make sure he was out and moving. I think those little steps, those daily steps, those progressive steps, it's kind of like lighting little fires that tend to burn brightly uh, over time. Um, 100%. And I think it's easy in a moment like that or a moment right now for us all to look at the negative things that aren't working. Oh, I don't have this uh, dumbbell or barbell. Oh, I don't have this much space to go for a run. Oh, I don't have this. I don't have that. I can't do that. And this whole shift in, go for it. You don't moan about what you don't have. Yeah, okay. 
celebrate what you do have. It's exactly what you just said, Michael. You know, so, so because choosing a negative path, it's it's easy. It's so easy to be negative. And that's why so many more people are, okay, because because choosing to be positive, choosing to find a solution, choosing to take a step forward, it's hard. And most people, what they what don't they not want to do in life? Work hard. But I promise you, if you can get if you can get through that boundary, life becomes easier. Um, you know, it's easy for me to be positive because I I worked my ass off to push through the 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 choice of of negativity. Sorry, I'm just getting. Just getting all worked up here, Michael. Woo! No, I love that. I mean, one thing that one thing that comes to mind, and I was just thinking about this. I mean, y- you speak a lot about PMA, this positive mental attitude, and I'm just thinking. So, the opposite to that is almost like your negative mental experience, right? Exactly. So this whole idea that we kind of fall into uh, our, our negative mental experience, and we have a choice for positive mental attitude. And actually, just scribble that down on my piece of paper. And actually, if you take the same acronym, it's actually enemy. Yeah, like your enemy, enemy is your negative mental attitude, Ooh. and your PMA is your positive mental attitude. So preach. Uh, I think that I mean you. I mean that that sounds exactly like pages out of your book. So I I mean I look, you, you share that. I think that's something that's that's amazing i think that works in the spirit of of this mental attitude amazing one last question for you what do you think is one great positive that's going to come out of this whole situation i think it's okay so it's a reminder that after every difficulty every hardship in our personal lives there is always ease okay this, this difficult situation, it isn't here to stay, okay? And I said this today, again, on my Motivation Monday, is that it's it's character building, okay? This phase we're in right now, self-isolation is character building. It's not a bad situation. Character building is a positive, okay? Um, it will reveal who you want to become. So I think that's what we have to take away from this situation. I think this goes to show how much, you know, how much positivity there is now and actually how much opportunity that there is after. And we will get through this. And I think just by nature of especially all the conversations having in this podcast about how much community support there is out there. Um, so Faisal, I did want to thank you so much thank for you, jumping on and giving us a little bit or a lot of bit of wisdom and inspiration. Um, so for everyone who's listening to this, just to, if, if they want to, to catch up with you, follow along on your kind of uh, IG and all that kind of stuff, where's the best places to find you right now? The best place is Instagram. So it's Faisal PMA Fitness um, and you'll see me and my crazy life. And uh, more importantly, Rafi, everyone just wants to see my son yeah, rather he's than a myself. Dude. So you'll, you, you, you'll get to see the little man. <laughs> Amazing. Well, thanks again for jumping on for this chat. Thanks again for supporting this project. Uh, Faisal, I look forward to catching up with you soon when we're all allowed out of the house. But until then, I look forward to following along on the stories. And always, I know that I can kind of get a spark of um, inspiration every time I kind of have a little wane in my emotional and physical fitness. Um, 
And remember, guys, we have an episode every single day dropping with different inspiring voices and experts sharing home practices. So make sure if you want to keep staying inspired, keep staying connected to the community, uh, listen in. Uh, We've got some other great episodes coming up uh, this week. And please make sure you follow along at Just Breathe and also myself at Michael James Wong. And we will... Look forward to connecting with everyone on the next episode and as we go. Faisal, thanks again, brother. We will see you soon. I will talk to you soon. Thank you, bro. Much appreciated. Peace.